Today's show is brought to you by... Hey, Billy Bonham here, owner of Pizza Classics, located in downtown Kyle. We've been serving our community since the 90s and proudly support local Hayes Athletics. At Pizza Classics, we do things the old school hard way because I think it makes a better product for our customers. Dough is made fresh daily and veggies are always hand cut. We shed our 100% whole milk mozzarella in-house as well as make our own sauce from scratch. Lastly, we bake on stone. Doing it the right way takes some extra time, but we let our product do the talking. Thanks for your business. I truly appreciate it. Entertaining shows with content that spreads information and sparks discourse throughout the community. This is the Pearl Media Network. Welcome to the Kyle Life Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to showcasing what makes Kyle, Texas unique. We interview local business owners, politicians, and talk with everyday residents to further promote our beautiful city. This podcast is brought to you by KyleLife.com and is proudly part of the Pearl Media Network. We thank you for tuning in today. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, Joshua here with Kyle Life, and today we are recording from the Pearl Media Network Studios located in West Kyle. Joining me for this episode is Scott Brown, the director and head coach of the Hay Swim Club, a local nonprofit club that offers programs for swimmers of all ages. Scott, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And I we, appreciate it. And I want to mention this only because it, it, I enjoy doing small talk so much, but I think we small talked for uh, an, over an hour before I, I, recording. I think so. I, which I'm sorry yeah. to do that to you because I didn't even tell you, hey, well, I'm not I, recording this and you're going to repeat a lot of this anyway. Not, not a problem. I enjoy the conversation. <laughs> well, for those so. listening who didn't get to hear all the small talk, uh, start this off by telling us more about yourself, your background in swimming and coaching and the beginnings of the Hayes Swim Club. Okay. Well, um, probably talk about the club first. Um, you know, we, we started back in 06 kind of as, a, as an offshoot of what was then the Hill Country Tri Club. Okay. Um, you know, we, I was working with them on their swimming and uh, we had a lot of parents in, in the neighborhood that we live in and they were saying, hey, this is great. What can we do for the kids? Uh, and so in 06, we, we threw together kind of a summer league. We had about 35 kids. It was That's not bad for first time. You know, it, it, was a, it was a great response. Um, you know, it was exciting. Uh, the kids were great. Um, you know, had a good time. You know, we didn't have much competition or in terms of competitions to go to. Right, right. We, we weren't that organized. But uh, the, the following year, we, we got a little more organized, um, started kind of getting word out. Uh, we became the, the Hayes Swim Club officially. Formally. Formally, um, got got even a sanction from USA Swimming to be the a club. Um, that's when we started out as a nonprofit as well. So we we actually kind of organized. I guess so. Oh seven was the formidable year. Oh seven was the big year that that really kind of started things. We we went from thirty five to about eighty five kids that year. Wow. Um, all ages. Know, all, all ages. We we've had as young as through the years we've had as young as four. Uh, there's some special cases there <laughs> and, um, as old as 18, um, on a summer league, uh, on our year round, I've, I just had a 23 year old finish competing with us this season. And, and we've had some kids kind of in between that 18 to 23 range, but was that uh, always your goal with, I mean, the goal and the vision of swim club was to offer, uh, programs, I guess, to all ages, or did you have like a, this is the group I want to focus on? Well, you know, honest, honestly, if we can get everybody in the pool, that's my goal. Right. Okay. I mean, if, if we could do all ages, 
you know, we, we've been asked numerous times, do, do we offer master swimming, you know, which is 18 and over. Um, and unfortunately we just don't have the bandwidth. Right. Um, you know, maybe in the future, in, in the future, we'd love to. Best case scenario. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, we, we've, we've been reaching out to some different programs in the area. Um, this, this year we did some, some coaching with the Texas state swim club and, oh, okay. and so they're, they're kind of a, a collegiate club team and they also, uh, they competed in masters meets. So, so they're, they're a registered master's team. That's actually – I competed with them this past weekend um, as part of their team. So. Hey, so, and let's talk yeah. about you. I know you're, yeah. you're, you're very humble, and, I, and even when we were talking before recording, you're very humble and reluctant yeah. to want to talk about you. But I do want to talk about you because, yeah. um, you know, obviously you're still com- competing, but you're a lifelong swimmer, yeah. and you were a collegiate swimmer too, weren't you? I, I was. I, I started swimming um, – Back when I was about six years old, um, the guy that taught me how to swim, his name was Hank Chapman. He was a retired uh, UT men's coach. Um, that was your first swim coach? That was my first swim coach. And, what a and, good first swim coach. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. And he, he was kind of one of these old school guys that, you know, he'd put your face in the water and, and, and tell you to, to get going. And um, <laughs> But, you know, it was, it was great. I just I, – my dad had a picture of me one time just jumping out of the pool, you know, and sheer delight and hank chapman it was standing behind me and and i just i'd done something i don't know what it was but it was just like this this is it and I, i'm sure i was hooked at that point um from there I, I went and swam club with uh longhorn aquatics that changed its name to texas aquatics it's now texas longhorn aquatics um different iterations but uh we had a pretty good run um i had some fantastic coaches there um Kirsten Weiss, Janet Risser, Stuart Smith. A lot of the, a lot of these folks are still coaching today. Um, that's awesome, you know. And, and and that's the testament to their longevity and, and knowledge and and effort in the pool. Right. Um, I finished out my high school career uh, swimming for that club under Jack Roach, who's now the the national junior team director. And um, you know, when in '94 we won junior nationals as a team. Um, I'll just say you from the beginning so, had some pretty credentialed people in your corner. It seems oh, it, like it, it's, you know, it's been a blessing at every turn. Um, really just seeing these amazing folks. When it, when I went to Arizona state for college to swim, uh, Ernie McGlishko, Dr. Ernie McGlishko, um, he'd, he'd written several books and, and I just really saw a connection with him. He, he was a very technical guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I went into college to get my double E, uh, electrical engineering degree. Um, you're a very technical person. I, I was, <laughs> what yeah, that means. I, I was a gadget guy, um, <laughs> through and through. And, and so, you know, it, it just, it was a match made in heaven. You know, I, I love swimming for him. He, it's interesting because, um, as technical as he was, these little snippets of how much he cared about his swimmers would peek out. You know, we, we'd be at conference and we'd be driving around Long Beach, and this was like the big meet of the season. Yeah. And um, he'd turn around and, and he's driving the van. He's like, "Hey, have you guys been over to see this area of town? It's just it's fantastic. You got to get out and see it." We're like, "Aren't we supposed to be resting in the hotel and and <laughs> yeah. you know focus on our swims?" And you know, he he just he wanted us to experience life. You know, swimming was was definitely his his forte and his first thought. But you know, he he cared you can't about let the each swimmer, right? Yeah. And and so, you know, an, another testament to him is he, uh, you know, he he took on a freshman class my freshman year of like twenty three guys, and that's the size of a lot of teams. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and what it came down to is he he just couldn't say no to anybody, you know, um, and and so. 
you know, whereas I may have had no business being on that team, he, he took me on as a project and, and I just, I had a great time. And you're probably um, thankful for it too. Oh, right? it, it, it was, it was an incredible experience. Um, you know, made, made team captain my junior year. Um, you know, just made some lifelong friends and, and, uh, whole, whole appreciation for the sport just grew throughout that time. Yeah. You know? I, I believe that. And uh, being so. a collegiate swimmer, uh, this isn't a comment on your current shape, but man, the <laughs> kind of, the kind of physical shape swimmers are in in general, I bet that was the best shape of it, your life. It, it unfortunately was, uh, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, I am not def- definitely not in the same shape I was. But um, even then, you're still. In, I think swimmers. Yeah. Are, uh, uh, here, let me let me try to butter you back up. I think. <laughs> I mean, swimmers in general, right, are, are in, in in good shape. And even uh, you just said you were competing. It's pretty obvious you're in at least uh, relative competition shape because uh, I've never seen a person who's been involved in swimming. Um, uh, balloon up is the nice way to it, say it. <laughs> it, it. Well, you just need to meet a few more of them, or, oh. or maybe they're hiding. But you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because one of the things when you're training at such a high level, um, you are in shape, but you also consume an incredible amount of calories. I saw the Michael um, Phelps diet of the Olympics of like omelets and French toast. And, oh yeah, and ten eggs and whatever. Yeah. Like that's what I eat too, but I don't right. have the exertion that he has. The right. physical exertion. It's exactly, <laughs> it, and and where that becomes a problem is when you finally do retire from the sport. It's a little bit harder to retire from that lifestyle of eating. So. <laughs> You know, you definitely pack on a few pounds right when you quit. So, oh, that's but, funny. Uh, well, let's fast forward okay. from from your college days. Now, uh, the beginnings of the swim club was this something okay. that you thought, "Hey, I'm in this community. This is a, a void here." Or how did how did the swim club come to be? It it, it was a mix. Um, you know, I I'd always had a passion for coaching throughout my college career. You know, I was one of the few jobs that I could balance with my training was okay. was, was was coaching. Um, immediately fell in love with it uh i remember one year i think it was my second year coaching in the summer after my sophomore year in college and um i was stuck i say stuck with I, this was they they needed a coach to to coach kind of the beginners you're voluntold at that time yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so there, there were four-year-olds to eight-year-olds uh there were about five of them and um you know it was kind of, it was more of a learn to swim group than it was here we're coaching these right. kids um, went to the last meet of the season. There, there were two of them that ended up competing. Uh, there's this one real quiet kid that, you know, never would have thought, Hey, he's going to be the one in the swim meet. Uh, he, he swims a 25 backstroke. I'm going crazy up and down the side of the pool. Cause this is so exciting. He climbs out and his first question was, when do I get to do that again? That's and, cool. You know, it was like, okay, <laughs> I'm hooked. You know, yeah. th- this coaching thing, this is what I got to do. And so, um, you know, my, I'd been talking about it with my wife and really kind of interested, but, you know, we were getting set to have some kids and, um, you know, she was pregnant with our first and I just kept thinking, Hey, you know, this swim thing, this would be great. You know, what, what if our kids had something like this to, to grow up around? Um, you know, what if, what if there was something in the neighborhood? Um, you know, and I I think one of the stories I shared was kind of got roped into, uh, to doing this, it, it really started as coaching adults, um, yep. you know, with the tri club. Um, and then it kind of grew from there. Uh, the, the demand from the neighborhood and the folks that were here participating, they wanted something for the kids. Uh, at first I was hesitant. Um, it's a big jump, right? It, Cause you had a, you had a full-time job, right? Oh yeah. I was in it and I was still doing it. 
Uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't like, Hey, I can quit this and go do this. It was, you know, I was balancing two jobs for, for a couple of years while doing it. Oh, wow. Um, and not, not very well, unfortunately, but <laughs> is that um, why you eventually made, I say eventually made the plunge. Is that, did that help you to decide that the swim club was going to be your sole focus? Oh yeah. It's, it, um, it, it came into play where, you know, I, I I hadn't been real thrilled with my previous job. I mean, mm-hmm. great great people there. It just you know I knew from an early early stage that it just it wasn't what I wanted to do long term. Um, you know, I, I told the story. I was driving home from work one day, and and my wife was pregnant, and it just hit me as like this is my next thirty years, and. It we stunned. all have that. Yeah, anybody yeah. that anybody that has a desk job has yeah. had that. Yeah, and, and real easy to ignore all the blessings, but you know, what for whatever reason I was and and just feeling sorry for myself and you know, kind of kind of sitting in my car praying and, and all of a sudden my buddy, uh, who's he was the best man at my wedding and, and I grew up swimming with him, he calls me out of the blue. You know, I hadn't talked to him in six months and you know, he was down in Mexico, he just competed uh for the Mexican national team in the Olympics and um, my old club coach, uh, was down there working with him at a, at a pool. And he said, Scott, you know, we're, we're thinking of investing in a swim school and we want you to run it in and your area in, in, in central Texas. And, and they were kind of thinking the Austin area, they knew it was growing at that time. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was exactly what I needed to hear. What you know? awesome timing. <laughs> yeah. It, it was just, it, it was that, that amazing, you know, literal, call from God that, yeah. that just comes down. And so that, that was, it was enough to put me in a different mindset at that time. You know, it, was, it started me looking at, well, what can I do more about swimming? Um, and that's actually how the, the guys that were doing the tri club heard about me. Um, my wife played bunco with them, uh, with their wives and kind of got the word out. Hey, this is that swim school guy. Well, they, they invited me to a few tri practices, the swimming portion. They're like, well, you know, come work out with us. And, you know, once there it was like as like, a participant, well, at as first. a participant, <laughs> yeah. right? And th- and then it was like, well, maybe you can give us some pointers. Uh, <laughs> and and so then I found myself standing on deck more than being in the water, right? Yeah. So which isn't a bad thing, just flattering, right? It, yeah, no, I, it, well, and and it was something I just enjoyed doing. Yeah, you know, so I, you naturally filled yeah. that role anyway. I, it's it's funny. You, you give me ten minutes with a kid at a pool, and and I'm going to be coaching by the end of the ten minutes. You know, it's just <laughs> that's what it, you do. Sometimes even with adults, honestly, she's <laughs> like, "Well, maybe if you try this, I need to bring um, you to the pool sometime because yeah. I could use coaching. Yeah. I, I look like a, a wet dog. There you uh, go. We'll, in we'll, the pool, we'll make you look like a pro. Yeah, um, or or a pro wet dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit less silly. There you go. So yeah, so it just it kind of. You know, obviously, I'm not running a swim school right now, but uh, it was enough to kind of put me in that mindset, get the word out that I was a swim guy, and and you know, the rest is kind of history. Um, you know, we we started as as a summer league. Um, we grew into a year round club. Uh, had some growing pains. Um, you know, my my wife and I were were talking in in really 2008 about you know how do we how do we make this a full time gig. Um, you know, she is a, a saint and, and has been supporting me this whole time. Your wife is um, a saint. She, yeah, I will not argue that. Um, she, she's been great. And, and she made the decision that, that she could go back to work full time. She'd been working part time, um, and, and allow me to try this. And so, uh, April of 09 was my last, last month at free scale. And, and I'm not supposed to name 
business. No, you're good. Okay. No, that's a free uh, plug for them. Okay, there you go. We don't get any um, ad dollars from them. Well, we don't yeah. get any ad dollars from anybody. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, it was my last month there, and it allowed me to kind of do coaching full-time, and, and the timing was right. Um, I remember coming home early that day, and my wife was was actually taking the kids to, I think, a family reunion or something with with her family, and she's like, what, what are you doing here? It's like, well, I'm coaching full-time, and, you know, we went out to lunch to celebrate. That's <laughs> so, awesome. Uh, I remember we went to Pisces. That was uh, there's another business plug for you. Yeah, they, um, we have plugged them. So. They won best place for breakfast is in our 2014 people's choice awards we love pisces here. all right all yeah. right well it, plug they, them away they, they were great for a celebratory lunch absolutely so, you know um but we we've grown uh we, we keep getting new members the the last uh couple of years we've actually had a waiting list um on our year-round programs how awesome um, for you as the director yeah, right gr- great and and bad because you're turning kids away oh, no you know? right and, but i mean great as in the demand is there right that's right, great. Right. And and it's it is fantastic just to see the number of kids that are getting more interested in in swim. Um you know it's it's we're we're in that kind of area where people are looking for sports, you know, and and not everybody's going to be, you know, the quarter starting quarterback of the football team. Not everybody's going to be the the starting point guard, you know. There there are kids that are looking for different activities. And you know, Olympic sports are getting uh, a lot more play. I know you're doing some mixed martial arts. And, yeah, so, jiu-jitsu is a blast. You know, I, I, but with, with I think with Phelps and the um, when was the first Olympics that he took all the medals at? Was that well, the, the the big two, one? Was 08. 08. Yeah, and that's when I think I noticed swimming yeah. being a national craze. You have like a um, well, I think a lot of people saw the opportunity for an alternative sport. I don't know. Alternative is a broad word to use, but you know what I mean? Not swimming to me in my ignorance is not a traditional sport. When I think of what do I want to get my kid in? Well, there's soccer and there's T-ball and there swimming would be down the list of what my forefront thought is, but that Michael Phelps kind of brought it like what Tiger Woods did for golf. Right. Michael Phelps did for swimming. Right. Right. And, and, you know, like you said, swimming is, is, is kind of an afterthought mainly because it's a seasonal sport. Right. You know, people think, oh, it's summertime. I want my kids in the pool. Right. Let's, let's, hey, is there, is there an opportunity for that? Um, and, and so, you know, we, we've kind of got this window. And then, like you said, with the Olympics, um, one of Phelps's goals in 08 was, you know, he stated this to his coach, I want to get swimming on ESPN. You know, wow. that, that was, that Mission was kind accomplished. of, yeah, exactly. He got it on, he got it on actual network television, oh, yeah. not just, not just cable yeah, television. There, there, there's a reason NBC has been paying a ton of money to broadcast the Olympics. Yeah. Um, and, and it, listening to interviews with his coach, it's, it's really amazing what they were able to accomplish and, and all the things that they had to kind of overcome. Um, you know, it's, it's not well known, but about six months out of the Olympics, Phelps broke his wrist or, or a bone in his hand, I think. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, and, and anybody that knows swimming, that can derail you in an entire season. Um, you know, they, they went, he was, his, he and his coach were up at Michigan and, um, you know, calls up his coach and, and says, Hey, I'm in the ER. And, uh, you know, his, his coach tells the story, he was making vegetable soup and he's like, today, to this day, I can't eat vegetable soup. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I'm the same way, but that's for other reasons. Yeah. But, then, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, now he, he went to the ER and, and they said, well, he's going to have to be out of the water for X number of weeks. And, you know, immediately they both turned and said, well, 
no, that's not going to work. What's plan B? And they said, well, we can operate, put a pin in it, and it'll be in the water in eight days. You know, and that's what he did. And that's what they did. Uh, so That's hardcore. Yeah, it's it's just kind of that mentality of, hey, no excuses. We're going to we're going to get after this. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah. listening right now, um, you know, they a lot of people do know y'all. Like you said, y'all are y'all are growing. And, and even in um, exposure to the community, a lot of people know y'all. Right. But for those listening, like what what is a Hey Swim Club offer? Is it only like competitive swimming? Do y'all do swim lessons? Like if like me, you know, I have a, a three about to be three and about to be five year old and who neither one of them unfortunately know know how to swim right. could, could y'all offer swim lessons for those do y'all uh do see how are the seasons during the year anything that you right. can touch on to give people more of an idea of the services y'all do for from from the year-round standpoint we we do not offer lessons only because we 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 partner with the y uh they offer lessons for that um right on. In, in the summer we do offer lessons all my coaches are are doing private lessons or semi-private lessons. Um, we've got some curriculum that, that we've developed that, that we tend to follow. It strays a little bit from your traditional lessons that you might find mm-hmm. with the American Red Cross or, you know, s- some of the other kind of established uh, swim lesson folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, we, we do have those opportunities. They're just kind of limited. Um, we, we offer a summer league program, uh, which is, is mainly geared towards the neighborhood that, that we live in. And, um, you know, it, it is a great introduction to competitive swimming. You know, if, if you've kind of graduated from swim lessons or, or maybe you've just been around the water and you're comfortable in the water, um, you want to try something out. It's, it's a great opportunity for kids to, to see what's out there. And what ages is the summer program? You know, again, that goes from as young as, as you know, I'm going to say five. Uh, we, we've had one or two four-year-olds that have... So you're not super strict in regards to, like, you don't have a, a I mean... You will take five-year-olds. You don't right. have a vetting process of if they want to get in the program. Yeah, the, the minimum requirement is they need to be able to get across the pool without stopping or, or assistance. So if, if they've got to have a life jacket on, then, then they probably need some lessons before they jump on a team. Um, you know, to, to compete in a swim meet, the, the league with, that we're in kind of has a guideline of, well, we'd like them to be able to get across the pool in about a minute. Okay. You know, and, and, you know, you, you've ever watched a, a little five-year-old take two minutes to get across the pool. It's as cute as can be, uh, you know, everybody's cheering, you know, but it, but it does make for a longer swim meet. <laughs> what about um, a 29 year old trying to, to get across the pool yeah, to, in two minutes? Well, you know, uh, we might <laughs> probably advise some stroke corrections there, okay. um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, we, we, we actually, the swim team does cap it at 18 for the summer league, okay. um, just because, uh, the league is, is limited to that in their age groups. But, um, you know, we, we've got volunteer opportunities. Um, you know, if, if there's folks that, that are passionate about swimming, want to be out there and, and helping yeah. kids, you know, there's opportunities to, to do that at any age. And being that this episode is going to be published, uh, in a, in at least a week or two in May, it'll okay. be May. When okay. is your season? When does summer start for y'all? So, so when this is published right away, Oh, perfect. You know, yeah. Go ahead and, and contact us. The, the summer league, um, runs primarily May through June. Um, they, the league that we're in tries to get everybody done by 4th of July so they can go on vacation. Um, and, and it's, it's been around for, for quite some time. Our year round is literally that year round. Uh, we get two weeks break every year and it's in August. Um, so if, if if you're looking to start up in swimming, the summer league's a, a great opportunity right now. Uh, if you miss that, we do kind of a July session, which is more or less a, a, series of stroke clinics 
Um, Which is good for an introduction, right? Right, right. And so, so we've had we've had a number of kids that you know maybe missed the team. They didn't feel like they were ready to compete, but they wanted to to explore it a little bit and see if this was something they wanted to do year round. Um, and so our, our July session is a little bit more like that. Are um, all the summer meets that you host um, in Plum Creek? Because I'll tell you, like for me, um, I'm not at the pool very often, but I love. The meet days, it's so cool seeing the families all there. It's like a huge event, right? Oh, the kids got to love that. Yeah. I mean, are they always at Plum Creek or is it like one? No, we, we, we do two at, at Plum Creek during the year, and, and the rest we're, we're floating around to the different neighborhoods that, that are in the league with us. Okay, so, right on. You know, we, we compete against uh, Shady Hollow. There's, a, there's another team within the villages of Shady Hollow, Circle C, Belterra. Uh, Granada Hills, Western Oaks, Travis Country, all kind of South Austin teams, mm-hmm. and, and I guess Belterra's and Driftwood are dripping. On, on. I, I think it is dripping. Okay, yeah. Um, so they're they're out there a little bit. Um, yeah, everybody says that about us too. That's true. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the the meet days are an incredible environment. Um, you know, you ask my wife, and she recalls growing up in summer league, and and her favorite part was going to the store the night before to get string cheese and Capri Sun. Um, you know, because there is. <laughs> There's a lot of sitting around for the kids, um, but it's a time to kind of get to know their teammates. Right. Um, you know, they, they may be there for multiple hours, swim a total of minute and 30 seconds, and spend hours just hanging out with their friends. They look like they have you a know? blast, and maybe oh, they all have great poker faces, but I know, like, right. we, we every now and then you'll catch me walking around the neighborhood, yeah. and, like, on uh, they're, they're on Saturdays, if I remember correctly, right. the meet, and walking right. on, happen to walk by on a meet day, and you'll see yeah. some easy ups around the pool area, and you'll oh, yeah. see tons of cars and tons of family. It, it, yeah. it is a very... Um, uh, intoxicating environment as just a standard by like, man, you know, is that how, is that how you think your appeal is growing from, uh, having y'all's presence in like a community like Plum yeah. Creek to where people also see that and go, Hey, I want that for my kid too. Yeah. Look at the smiles on all those kids. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it, it's amazing how much it brings a community together because it, it, the, the volunteer power that's required to get something like this off is, is huge. Yeah. Um, I, I believe mean, that, you know, when, when you sign up for summer league, you, you know, parents be warned, you're signing yourselves up too. <laughs> um, it, it takes volunteers to make this run, but you know, what's great is it is for the kids. Um, but it also brings the adults together, you know, um, being able to kind of work side by side, you're in the trenches trying to keep things running smoothly and, and, and you get to know your neighbor and you get that um, nice swim mom bumper sticker, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all you know, about. That's, that's, you know, the swag community exactly. is a great thing. And I think, um, like I've said about, uh, the dojo, dojo Ka where I train jujitsu mm-hmm. at or, or the swim club or any sport sports typically are great for community building. Oh I've yeah. Found. Oh yeah. And, and it's, you know, it, it, it gives folks an opportunity to come together you know, receive and, and certainly in, in the examples that you gave and, and swimming in particular, that the life saving skills, you know, um, not just for health reasons, but, you know, you fall off a boat, boy, it sure helps to know how to swim. A little bit. You know, and if you got that endurance from training, it's, it, you, know, you got better chances. I just wear um, a life jacket everywhere that, I go. That's not a bad <laughs> way to do it. You can't, can't wear those in swim meets though. So, ah. you know, we, we might have to rule that out. Um, but I mean, it, it, it does provide this and it, and it gives them 
some time where they're getting instruction. You know, they're, they're learning respect for the pool. Um, they're learning how to work with others because, you know, it's not just you in a, in a lane that you see on TV at a swim meet, but it's, it's you with, you know, six to 10 other kids and, and you, you learn how to manage, you know, relationships that way. Um, you know, you learn how to pay attention to adults, you know, you, 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 you take something and, and, Anytime you're you're being taught, you you take it, you put it through your own filter, and then you apply it, and then there's that feedback loop from the coach of, hey, that was great. Now you know just this little bit more, and you and you got it. Um, and and so it, it really is a great environment for the kids. Um, you know, parents get a little bit of a break when their their kids are doing it, and they and they get to see the improvement, the the smiles, um, you know, just the, the progress. I mean, All around good stuff. Yeah. It, it, you know, obviously I'm sold on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Know. A little bit of a bias, but you're selling yeah. it good too. And for those yeah. listening that they're sold to and, and they've never heard of you, what are some ways that they can uh, either get in contact with Hey Swim Club or maybe keep up to date with what's going on? Like, are you okay. all on social media, your website, phone we, number, whatever you want to drop? We, from social media, we're on Facebook um, and Twitter. Um, both of those feed together. Uh, one of my coaches runs an Instagram. Um, it's maybe not as active as, as the other two. Yeah. Um, but you can, you can see lots of swimmers having fun and, and, you know, on that, uh, we do have our website, hayswim.org. Uh, that's with two S's. Uh, yes. Hayes. Yes. Swim. Hayes, <laughs> Hayes swim. No E. Um, a lot of people like to add the E in there. Yeah. On Hayes. Uh, on I Hayes. get that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and we also, for our summer league, it's just hayswimsummer.org. Um, so, you know, so those listening now that are interested because you did mention how the summer league would be a great introduction, hayswimsummer.org. And, uh, you know, if, if you miss the first practice or the parent meeting, that's okay. You know, I'm happy to talk with you and and answer questions and, and we can work your kids in. You know, it's a great opportunity for them. It's good stuff from Hey Swim. Scott, I really so. appreciate your time coming in and doing the episode. No problem. Thanks for having me. This is, this is great. And that will do it for this episode of the Kyle Life Podcast. If you'd like more information on Hey Swim Club, check out their website at www.hayswim.org, or you can find them on social media. For KyleLife.com and the Pearl Media Network, I'm Joshua Steubing. Thank you for listening. Hey.